everyone's an important piece of the puzzle and has a role to play. When you're on God's team, no one sits on the bench. On God's team, there is no bench. Yay! Welcome! I am so excited to be with you today. Did you all have a great love day yesterday? I got these beautiful flowers from my incredible husband, David. Look at the awesome tulips. They're my favorite. I love tulips and he knows it. So I hope you all had a great day and excited to be with you here today. So much incredible things going on in the prophetic. As you know, here at Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last couple of years, what we really need is 80 million of us doing something every day to save our own country. And I think that's really important because as Christians, as conservatives, we really did a really poor job over the last, I don't know, decades of kind of burying our head in the sand and not bringing the plumb line of Jesus to every sphere of influence, whether it be education, we allowed them to take prayer out of the schools, or it be government, or it be um, uh, media and arts and entertainment, all of these different areas, religion, we allowed them to take God, the plumb line of Jesus out of these areas. And that's why we are where we are today, where good is called evil and evil is called good. But we are seeing it turned around and it's so exciting to be alive today. Some people that are doing incredible things to help to put this prophetic report together are three ladies that are so consistent every single week. They are sending me different things from the prophetic that I could have never done the show without them. Denise Brewer, Terry Strange, and Tammy Wagner. I am so thankful for you. Thank you for all of your work behind the scenes to make this happen. I am so thankful for you. I also want to do a big shout out to Mike Lindell, the sponsor of the show with My Pillow. Here's a cute commercial for you. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Well, kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment, causing you pain in your neck every single night? You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones? No more. With a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. Welcome to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial. Miss makeup. Well, you look good. And action. You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. He's a great neighbor, huh? Good. We got it. 
Welcome to the set of the MyPillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the MyPillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented MyPillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code FLYOVER, and get up to 66% off. Every time I see those commercials, it always makes me smile. And people are asking whose voice it is that's actually the uh, put over top of that. It actually is David speaking there during our commercial. So I think it's quite funny. Hope you all enjoyed it as well. There's four things that we always say on the show. First thing is, this is the best time to be alive, that we were born for such a time as this. Not a thousand years ago, not a hundred years from now. We are alive right now during this time in history. Congratulations for being alive. I am so thankful because we're going to see things of historical that uh, are, that have never been seen outside of the Bible, and we're going to be able to witness it and be a part of it during our lifetime. So exciting. Next thing is that the, Trump will be back. That's very exciting. Prophetic words. We talked about it last week. Kim Clement uh, said he would have two terms. So we are pulling out that prophetic word from 2007 and believing that it's going to come to fruition. Obviously, we're hearing it from a lot of prophets still today. Next thing is there is a billion soul harvest coming. A billion souls. Oh my gosh, that's the subject of most of today. I cannot wait to share with you what God is saying right now through the prophets about this billion soul harvest and this Jesus revolution that is coming. And finally, a transference of wealth from the wicked to the righteous. I'm just praying, God, let me be a vessel that this money can flow through through my hands to bring the kingdom to earth using the finances that God is transferring from the wicked to the righteous. And I'm just asking you to partner with me and pray that as well. What an exciting time to be alive. What are the prophets saying? Well, we're going to start with Hank Kuhneman. Sunday at Lord of Hosts Church was a big time for the prophetic. In both services, the 9 a.m. and the 1130 service, uh, he gave two prophetic words that are extremely powerful. Check this out. Rulers of nations of nations. They rule with pride and with an iron fist among many of the nations of this earth. There have been wars. There are wars and rumors of wars. The earth is shaking. The mountains are erupting and shall continue. The winds blow with great force. Rain comes in abundance, snow in feet. Yet men are afraid because of sickness, disease that runs, so they would say, rampant. What shall be the answer? I ask this question, says the living God. Shall you trust in horses? Shall you trust in chariots? Shall you trust in the armory and the weapons of man and of nations? Shall you trust in the sun and the moon and look to the stars for answers? Shall you look to the media to be your voice? Or shall you look to the name of the Lord your God? 
So I say to you, what is the answer? Shall I take my church at this time? Or shall I do what I have promised? I shall have a glorified church that shall be full of my power and my glory. Did I not say that in the last days I would pour out my spirit? This is the answer. You say, Lord, how is this the answer? Must I remind you in the days of the terror that filled the hearts of a nation as the mighty army of Pharaoh and of his warriors, his troops pursued. Yet what did I do to, to restrain war? What did I do to abate terror? What did I do to overthrow governments and kings? One King Pharaoh. I poured out my spirit in a pillar of fire and a cloud. And this is what I shall do that the earth will be reset and brought back into order. Pay attention. Watch the colleges. It's already happening as I've said before. Watch the elementary schools. Watch the public places. Watch sporting events. I will interrupt and I will do things there too, says the Lord. I already showed you that even in sporting events, they will gather and they will pray and they will call upon my name, says the Lord. Because when my spirit comes, things begin to change and they are and shall continue swiftly, says the living God. Come on, lift up your voice. We'll see the continuation of the shakings of the soil of the earth as I have said but now pay attention there will come something very unusual there will be those who will shake in their bodies and some will say is this the Quakers is this the shakers and God says watch some will shake because of what they put in their bodies but others will shake by the power of my spirit and they will put the cameras upon these that are of my spirit and they will say what is happening they are shaking in the streets they are shaking even as they try to speak the news give the weather they are shaking in the elementary schools they are shaking in the colleges what is happening and God says you will hear it you will see it but you will feel it and you will know that I have shaken everything that can be shaken that I am resetting the earth my way thank you Lord thank you Lord and I will shake Disney and I will raise up another to buy it says the Lord do I will restore righteousness and morals once again because this is about a take back says the Lord I will shake world currencies as revaluing will shock the world and I will shake your IRS Federal Reserve they've already been shaken but watch what I do to reset God says 
as a new way of doing things and economies will change. Taxes, it will change. You say, can this be possible? You don't understand the power of my shaking, says the Lord. And I see the Pacific. I see Guam, Japan, Hawaii. Father, I speak protection over them. But I see a shaking very deep underneath the surface that shall be felt that will cause waters to rise. But can the hand of God restrain that the waters as though they arise will only come so far? And even though it shall be violent shaking beneath, can God hold things in their place? These will be but signs. I have not come to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come to shake. And I will shake the wicked so violently that even the laptop will not be closed. It will be open for the world to see. You call yourself hunter, you have been hunted. You are no more. Now I hunt. I hunt to shake and to establish righteousness and oh yes, justice. You will see it. You will see my justice, says the Lord. They're shaking your chicken. Don't make me laugh. This is a foul thing, says the Lord. They will now go after your cattle. And they will go after your pigs. Do not fear. Because I'm going to reset and shake everything. And the prices of things are going to go down, 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 down. Thank you, man. There is a tremendous presence here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let it be done as you have said. Now, I pray lastly for the people. I pray that you would bless them. God, protect them. Preserve them by your anointing. Now, just lift up your hands and say, Lord, I receive your touch today. Touch my life afresh. And I promise you, I shake loose from my life sin, purposeful sin, unwanted sin, addictions, attitudes, bondage. I, I shake it from me. I loose it from my life. I want you, God. I want your presence. Therefore, I will walk in righteousness and I will hate. I will hate sin. Thank you, Lord. Our praises of God be in our mouths. Come on. Let the high 
of the Spirit of the living God sweeping across the earth. And this will be a sign that not only is God doing something as in the days of the first with the original 13 colonies, but he's going to do something very specific to even let it shake where we have looked to our government to show you that God is in fact involved in this nation. This will be a sign. I believe it's going to be enough of a shaking that's going to get people's attention. But you will know and understand that God himself walks among this earth. And everything is placed under his feet. shaking happening on the west coast I know people say well it shakes in California but I see God walking up and down the west coast and it too is gonna shake and then it will shake in the Midwest and they'll say why has it shaken on the east the west and in the mid because God has shaken this whole nation in fact he's gonna shake to the surface a submarine I see you I see you you think you are hidden this thing that comes from the waters you will be found out and you will not be allowed to creep any closer. Do not get your eyes upon balloons. They're not what they say they are. Many distractions shall arise 
as there will be distractions, subtractions, and extractions. And there are many things to get you to look somewhere else or at something else. And there are things to try to get you in fear. It's because the grip that the enemy has had of deception and lies is being stripped. And I am force-feeding and I will force-feed my truth. There will be a jumping up from a ship. A literal ship. There will be a jumping from a ship. As you watch, when you hear of this, those who will jump from a ship, much and many shall jump ship from money that they were paid to lie, to cover, to cheat, to steal, to report. Because the spirit of truth shall now go to another level that shall cause great fear to come upon those and many who have been part of a planned thing. And those with a conscience and those who cannot take the pointing of my finger that calls them out will jump ship. You will see this continue in big tech, social media. You will see this happen even in government. There will be those that will give up their seats and there will come a rebalancing of the things within your government. There will come those that will jump ship from the networks and they will say, we cannot continue to do this. There will be some who will say, we are not going to be with this network anymore. We cannot do these vile things. And there will come a standard of rightness and righteousness and truth. This is the time that I'm speaking, says the Lord. You think that when I said in my word that I am the way, the truth, and the life, that I was only speaking of salvation. When men pray upon the earth, in agreement with my word and my will, it is my way and no other way. And I will show the earth and I will show your government. I will show your media. I will show Hollywood. I will show Disney. I will show the nations of the earth and their kings too. It is my way, says the Lord. Because the people have prayed. Come on, give God praise. Give God so exciting. There's a few things I want to highlight here. First, what did I do to retain war, abate terror, and overthrow governments and kings in the days of the Pharisees? I poured out my spirit in a pillar of fire and a cloud. That is, that is what I shall do. The earth will be reset and put back into order. Watch the colleges. It's already begun. 
That is exciting. Hold on to that because we're going to talk about a college that right now is experiencing revival. Oh my gosh, I've got God bumps everywhere. It's so exciting. Another thing I want to highlight is do not put your eyes upon balloons. They are not what they say they are. There there will be distractions, subtractions, and extractions. We're going to talk about that. Julie Green has a prophetic word that goes right along with that. Again, we're alive during this time. Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited? This is absolutely amazing. All right. I want to highlight Julie Green. She gave a prophetic word. She received it on February the 3rd. She's been out of town, but she re- she recorded it. And then she posted it and delivered it on February the 13th, which was Monday. And it's called Nations Will Collapse in a Day. Check this out. Nations Will Collapse in a Day. Again, this uh, word was from February 3rd of 2023. For I, the Lord, want to remind my children that your enemies are not in control. No matter what things appear like, the FBI, the CIA, all in Washington, D.C., the globalists are not in control. And they are not bigger than me. Do not fear them. Do not pay attention to their intimidation tactics. Do not pay attention to their lies. Do not pay attention to their so-called rule. Judgment will be seen on each and every one of them. They will not continue to manipulate. They will not continue to control. They will not continue on their path of what is their truth and what they say is a lie and how they manipulate the world with it. My truth will prevail, will override them all. Excuse me. My truth will override them all. Their justice departments are about to fall. If fall so great, all the world will know what they have done. I'm cleansing out the DOJ, the Supreme Court, and their so-called three-letter agencies. They were supposed to be for you. But they chose the side of the wicked for money, power, and they turned against you. My children, a mighty awakening is about to occur. Yes, I said mighty. Because I am mighty. And my glory will fill this earth and your enemies do not have the power to stop it. Saith the Lord. My children, stop the strife. Stop the division. Stop being distracted with earthly things. Focus on me and not on man. Focus on my word and not their words. This is a time to press in and press through. I have told you about these things before. So when nation collapse, when nations collapse in a day, and they will, when governments fall, because they will, fear will not grip you, confusion will not hold you, and you will not be moved by all that you are seeing. Remember this, my children, your enemies cannot stand up against me and win, saith the Lord. Locusts will be in the news for a significant reason. A storm is coming like no other storm, and this location is important. The weather is about to greatly change. Change in a way it will get the world's attention. Not just one country will be affected. This will be seen worldwide. Mega, this word will be used in your news for a surprising reason. 
Sunshine and roses. This phrase will be in your news for a surprising reason. A commander will be in your news for a significant reason. Shocking news reports and documents are about to surface. In these whistleblowers, your enemies cannot stop. And they cannot stop the truth from coming out, no matter how hard they have tried. It's not working. Truth will always prevail over lies. An underground mine will be in your news for a significant reason. Gold is about to be in major news stories. A crash is coming the world has never seen. An attack on the United States dollar and another attack, another type of attack, this nation didn't even know was happening right now, will be stopped. My children, many are about to fall. Yes, I said fall. I've said it before and I'm saying it again because it's true. Don't trust what you see right now and don't give in to their pressure or give in to their intimidation tactics or into their laws. It's all about to change abruptly. Get ready for the flood of truth that's about to take over this world. Say the Lord, your Redeemer. Hallelujah. Something I forgot to do with Hank Kuhnemans. I forgot to highlight. Um, I will shake Disney World Currencies, the IRS, and Federal Reserve. I want to highlight that because obviously you just heard from Julie Green about... Um, she said, a mighty awakening is about to occur and my glory will fill this earth. Again, revival she's talking about. Um, and then God is cleansing out all of the three letter agencies. Okay. We're going to see that because we just heard that from Frank, from Hank Kuhneman and from Julie Green. And then stop the division of being distracted with earth, with earthly things. Focus on me. There's the distractions again. So distraction came in. Um, Hank Kuhneman's, it also was talked about in Julie Green. So do not be distracted. One thing I want to talk about is uh, several months ago, I think it was maybe about a year ago, um, I'm hoping to be able to find it. Uh, I I contacted Krista and she said that she would look for it as well. Um, But um, about a year ago, maybe longer, uh, Robin Bullock actually gave a prophetic word about distractions and being careful of, they're going to be talking about aliens in the news. You're going to be hearing a lot about aliens. It's a distraction to get your eyes off of Jesus. I don't know the exact verbiage of it, but that was the gist of it. And so it's interesting because we're hearing distractions from Hank Kuhneman, distractions from Julie Green. And then again, call, I'm recalling that prophetic word from Robin Bullock about aliens and distractions. So just be very aware of that. And I'm if you guys have the prophetic word, please send it to me. I would love uh, to be able to uh, to look at that prophetic word as well, because I think it's really important. Another thing she talked about, a crashing is coming the world has never seen. So remember, we, ter- we heard about from Hank Kuhneman, him talking about this crashing that's coming uh, from the, the with our dollar. And she talked about it. She said an attack on the U.S. dollar and another type of attack this nation didn't even know was happening right now will be stopped. 
Amen. That is so exciting. Okay, there is a very powerful prophetic word. In fact, this went on for um, almost an hour, maybe like 45 minutes with Kent Christmas at Regeneration Nashville on Sunday, February the 12th. I've taken segments from it, but I highly encourage you to go to the notes and listen to the whole thing. It's very powerful. But this goes right along with what we've already heard from Hank Kuhneman, Julie Green, and then it's going to tie right into Robin Bullock. Check this out. I've stood, says the Lord, and I've watched till I could no longer be silent. Men have thought that I would stand at a distance and allow them to do what they have done in secret places, and I would not judge. But know this, saith the Lord, the ears of men are going to begin to tingle at the sound of the reports that's going to begin to come forth. Not just out of this nation, but I am shaking the earth now, says God. I am going to begin to deal with the false prophets, saith the Lord, that have put words in my mouth, that have prophesied not to advance my kingdom, but to advance their own kingdom. And know this, saith God, I do not need other men to stand and point out what is true and what is false. I am God enough to defend my own name, and I am God enough to defend my own honor, saith the Lord. So just as I am going to... Sayeth God, even this month, I'm going to demonstrate my power. And I'm going to begin to deal with the false prophets. Know this, saith God, those that have moved me off of my throne of judgment and have appointed themselves as arbitrators of the kingdom of the Lord to say who is right and who is wrong. I am also going to deal with them, saith God. Did I not say, judge not, and ye shall not be judged? For there has been confusion and chaos, saith the Lord, that has been loosed in the body of Christ by men who have not feared me, who have dared to think of themselves as ways that they can point a finger and say who is right and who is wrong. Man looketh on the outward appearance, saith God, but I look on the heart, and I am raising up voices in this hour who will defend my name, and there is a wave of the glory of the Lord that is coming but know this saith God I have already declared that judgment shall begin in the house of the Lord and this day saith God I've had enough of the hypocrisy I've had enough of the counterfeit I had enough of those that have stood in wicked places and have done wicked things and saith God does not see so I'm going to begin to move now saith the Lord not just in the secular realm but know this saith God I said be ye holy for I am holy and this day saith the Lord I loose a righteous anger out of the nostrils of God I'm going to send a fire saith the Lord of purification that's going to hit the church and hit the nations and hit the government saith God I do not bow down saith the Lord Because I've been silenced, the pride of men has risen up in my house. You've only known me as the God of mercy, but you will also know me as the God 
of equity and justice and righteousness. You do not hear the cries that I hear, saith God. When you are asleep at night, you hear not the moans of the oppressed and the broken and the afflicted. But have I not told you I don't sleep? So I hear every cry. I hear every moan. I see the injustice that has been perpetrated in the house of the Lord. And for what men have sown in my name that has been for their own self-promotion. Know this, what they have sown, they shall reap sevenfold. For this generation has never seen the muscle of my arm uncovered. But I say unto thee, when I get done shaking the church and shaking the nation, I'm going to shake television networks that are unholy and unclean, saying, God, that you have dared to go on camera with filthy garments and say my name. I am going to raise up pure men and women that out of their belly, hallelujah, shall flow rivers of living water. Oh, the noise of the heavens, say it, God, is roaring in this hour. I am not coming as a lamb, but I am coming as a lion, say it, God, and when I am my house will be called a house of prayer, saith the Lord. I am dealing with the arrogance, not only the house of the Lord. My God, I lose a boldness on my people today in the name of the Jesus Christ that has redeemed them. Do not bow down, saith the Lord. Do not give in. Do not make treaty with the enemy. Do not be moved by what you see, but you stand on the word of the Lord that has already been declared. If I said it, I will do it. If I declare it, it will be fulfilled. There is no man, there is no power, there is no government that will stand and say, you will not. I say, I shall, and I will, saith the Lord. God says that men have been in disguise in the house of the Lord. They have put on a disguise that the sheep could not see past. But I say unto thee, I'm going to pull your disguise off. And I am going to uncover your nakedness, says the Lord. And I'm going to reveal to the nations. When I am done, there will be shame and humiliation on men that have been honored by the house of the Lord yet are not worthy of that honor saith God my focus for the next three months 
will not be on the governments, will not be on politics, but it will now be on the house of the Lord, saith God. Two thousand and twenty-three go down in history as the year changed the destiny of men. God says one of the reasons the church has not been powerful is because the spirit of pride. says the gifts that you have you did not earn I gave them to you hallelujah even on this platform saith the Lord when I'm done not all will be standing do not think saith God that I am entertaining you today with the word of the Lord but I am declaring to you my intentions and if the judgment begins on this platform saith God it's going to begin to go wave after wave pew after pew seat after seat until from the front to the back there is nothing but holiness in the house of the Lord you said before what about numbers? I don't need the lukewarm to make my house victorious. My house will be full. And I'm going to go to the unsaved. And I'm going to say, come. And they'll say, yes, can we come? And God says, I'm going to fill the house up with babies that love the glory of God. And out of the mouth of babes and suckling, saith the Lord, I am going to release my my majesty, my beauty, my attributes, my power, and I will astound you. Okay, so from what I'm hearing, this revival is not going to look like what we think it's going to look like. We did an interview with Robin Bullock last Thursday, which was the 9th of February. Um, I highly encourage you to go to theflyoverapp.com and go to full interviews. When you go there, it's called Revolution, y'all. I mean, it was so powerful. It was so powerful. He shared so many incredible things, but one of the things he talked about was the Jesus revolution and what it's going to look like, because it's not like, I think we think it's going to look like, and it certainly isn't about a pastor standing in front of a church, you know, preaching it. It is about all of us being a part of it, but it might not be the people that you think are going to be there. Check this out. We're here trying to attack everybody and trying to, eh, eh, no, false prophet, false prophet, false prophet, false prophet, false prophet. You want to see a false prophet, pull up Noah Harari's picture and plaster it on your refrigerator so every morning you can go look in the eyes of a demon and you'll know exactly what that's like. He's the one that says Jesus rising from the dead is fake news. While all the bickering and crap is going on, 
CBS reveals who they are and puts a full-fledged satanic ritual, and they told you what they were doing. We are worshiping, they said, Satan. And while the church is fighting, bickering, we're losing the war. Nothing matters now, not me, not you, not anybody else. It's, is the Jesus revolution going to show up or not? I had a, uh, a good friend of mine who used to be a pickup man for the mafia. He's in heaven now, and uh, he was the most remarkable human being. He was just, he was a lot older than me. I was just a young boy and young preacher. First message I ever preached, he sat back. I preached from the cross to the throne. What happened from the cross to the throne? Wow. And he sat back in the back of the church and waved at me like this. And when it was all over, you know, they asked him later, he said, I was waving at you because I knew you, they're going to throw you out of here. You'll never be able to stay after you preach. That. <laughs> and so, sure enough, I ended up leaving, you know, but he, <laughs> this is the way he was, guys. Lord, you want me to tell that? Okay. This is the way he was. <laughs> you, the people wouldn't let him preach in their church. Because he was, he was too rough and, you know, he might say something they don't like during his message. But if you ever talked about the lost, he just weep. Mm -hmm. He loved mm -hmm. the lost people. He, his heart was so nobody let him preach in their church. So he just got him a tent and he'd go up into areas. Nobody would go. And uh, he talked like this. This is the way he talked. He, you know, he used to shoot people's earlobes off with a forty-five. <laughs> okay. And if they didn't pay, they didn't pay what they owed. He was a collector, wow. you know. And he, he, he talked like this, and he talked through his teeth, and he said, "Yeah, I can still see him." I, yeah, yeah. He said, "Me and." My wife, you know, I know her name, but I'm not going to call it. I said, we set up our tent up in somewhere in Virginia. I said, it was, they set it up under this underpass. And there was all kinds of bad words wrote on the overpass, you know, and he was under it with his tent. Well, these people didn't want him to have revival. So they came up, and one of them came up with full camo on and a beret military beret and had an M16 in his hand. And this other guy came out with him and they walked out there and this other guy was talking, this guy, this M16 looking real mean. They obviously didn't know who he was. They had no idea. And he looked at him and he's an older man. Now he's elderly. You would say, you know, at that time, he wasn't really not to me now, but right. <laughs> that, that number shifts so a little he, bit. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, he said, I remembered my drill sergeant in the military said he'd walk up to you while he was talking to you and you'd be holding your rifle and he would reach out and grab that rifle and jerk it out of your hand. If you didn't have a good grip on it, he'd jerk it out of your hand. And then you were chewed up for that. So he said, I just kept talking to him and listening to him talk. And he said, I got up close enough to him and I just jerked that M16 out of his hand. Oh my Man. goodness. And he said, I, their eyes got about that big and he's, he turned that M16 around 
and and locked and loaded it and turned around that overpass. And <laughs> I mean, he just opened up on that overpass <laughs> and just emptied it and then threw it back to the guy and said, now I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. He said, you're going to go get 10 gallons of white paint and you're going to come back here and paint up all over those, all them vulgar words because we're going to have church. Oh, man. <laughs> they went into town, came back with 10 gallons of paint and did it. <laughs> they did it. He went down and a guy came to his pick up his daughter. I think he only had one daughter. And they came, <laughs> I can't pick up his daughter. And he was just all dressed, you know, not so much bad about his dress, but my friend, <laughs> he come to the door and he had on, I think he had on his Bermuda shorts, you know, his sandals, yeah. his little golf hat. And he opened the door and the guy was standing there and he said, Hey, old man, is that girl ready? Oh, he said, he said, just a minute. <laughs> and he closed the door. And when he closed the door, he opened it back up and knocked him all the way across the porch and flipped him out into the yard. Oh, wow. Slammed hands on the door him. and walked off. And they asked him, they said, the girl said, is that for me? He said, no. No. <laughs> and so that's the kind of guy he was. Okay. He was in Mexico, I believe it was, one time, and there was a bike gang come riding up. He went out there and straddled the fender of the lead guy, straddled the Harley and caught hold of the handlebars and looked at him and said, are you the head hog at the trough? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And preached to the man. Well, come on. He would get people saved that you just wouldn't believe could get saved. Yeah. I mean, he talked to him and he'd start weeping. And you could see the love in the man's heart when he'd start talking about the lost. But he was as unorthodox, guys, as he could be. That's the way the Jesus revolution is going to look. Ooh. People are going to come out. They ain't going to have the mouth on them religion thought they should. They're going to come out. I will tell them, Lord. They're going to come out. And they're going to come out with some of them with their hair all different colors. And they're going to come out with gauges in their ears. And they're going to come out with tattoos all over their body. And they're going to come out and God ain't going to give a rip. He ain't going to care. And they're going to start talking about Jesus and about how he, how he loves everybody. And they're going to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. They're going to speak in other tongues. They're going to lay hands on the sick. And they'll see legs grow out with, a, with people that's been in ministry 40 years can't get a common cold healed they'll come out and watch maimed people come back they're going to raise the dead they'll feed the multitudes it's going to be from an unorthodox group you're going to see homosexuals come out of that life and identify with their real identity which is evangelist they're going to realize they're the real evangelist they're called to be evangelist and satan has hijacked their call you're going to see people jerk needles out of their veins and throw it on the ground because they, they don't want it anymore. And they're going to talk about there's no high like the most high. You're going to see all of that. And I'm going to tell you something. You saw in the political realm, the first, the first 
inklings of this when Donald J. Trump became the president. When he became the president, he wasn't anything like religion said that they wanted a president. And he yet held up the Bible and said, we're just going to go by this. We're going to go by this. And he wasn't a Christian president the way they thought he should be a Christian president. He said, damn hell, SB. He said all kinds of stuff. (laughs) He said crap, but used more of a word for that. He'd say piss him off. He'd say all kinds of stuff and yet hold up the Bible and say, this is what we're going to live by. We're going to go by this. It's all because he was the first anointed Jesus freak president that ever walked on the scene. He was absolutely part of the revolution that was coming. And the church said, oh, oh, we hate him. We hate him. He's not polished. He don't walk around with a suit, with a tight butt walking around and (laughs) and everything looking like we think he should look. He don't look like like religion says he should look. Nobody did everything he said he would do. And he gave Christians more freedom to preach than anybody before him, even Ronald Reagan. Yep. And that's powerful. First person in politics in the Jesus revolution, anybody ever saw and it bugged them. Yeah. And this is what Democrats are scared of. That's what that satanic CBS crap is afraid of. They're afraid all the freaks are going to get saved. They're afraid all the that revival is going to sweep through the homosexual community. They're afraid that the politicians are going to get born again and kick out blood licking devil worshipers out of the politics. They're afraid that their baby killing will stop. They're afraid all of this is going to happen and I've got news for them. Ding, 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 we're ringing the bell. Ringing the bell. Ringing the bell. It is going to happen. Woo! And it has already begun and it will, everybody better just get hold, get ready because it won't be but a few months. All of this will start. Amen. However many months. All I know is the Lord told me it was months from now. So get ready. Get ready. This Jesus revolution is coming only months from now. Well, check this out. Okay, so I don't know if y'all know, but David and I and the Whited family are huge Chiefs fans, so I'm obviously wearing my Chiefs shirts because shirt because the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, oh. So you can see there, we won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl champions. Woo! Now, this is really huge because after I did the interview with Robin Bullock, I was 100% sure. Even when Patrick Mahomes got injured uh, before the halftime, I was 100% sure we were going to win the Super Bowl. And this is why. Several years ago, over a decade ago, Bob Jones released a prophetic word. And the prophetic word said, when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, you will know that revival is about to come. God is raising up his apostolic chiefs. So I hear that. I hear what Robin Bullock had to say. Now, I heard this because in 2020, uh, this prophetic word was brought up, you know, because the Chiefs hadn't been to the Super Bowl in 50 years and they ended up winning it. So everybody's like, yay, this is the time, 2020. And what happened? All hell broke loose at that time. But then when we interviewed Robin Bullock, obviously I knew the Chiefs were going to the Super Bowl. We were very excited about that. But he said God had told him we were only months away from 
the Jesus revolution, this revival that's getting ready to come. So I'm like, the Chiefs have got to win the Super Bowl because it goes right along with what Robin just said and a prophetic word that was given over a decade ago. And he said it several times to several different people. Okay, so check this out. This is so exciting. Well, God TV did an article that came out on Monday, February the 13th. And I'm going to read this to you. I'm going to put it in the notes, but I think it's really important that I actually read this to you because it's exciting. Bob Jones prophecy, KC Chiefs win Super Bowl and revival sweeps Asbury campus. All right. So could Bob Jones prophecy be starting to unfold as the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl? And all the while revival is breaking out amongst the students, college students at Asbury College. Now we talked about college campuses last week because Dutch Sheets in 2001, the week of September 11th, that Friday following September 11th, had a open vision of college campuses that were going to have revival that were going to happen, unlike any revival. Have we've ever seen. If you guys remember that, this is exciting. So this happened on Wednesday, February the 8th of 2023. This broke out. So this revival started. And as of uh, this article on the 13th of February, it was still happening. So check this out. In 2020, God TV reported that Bob Jones prophecy on the Kansas City Chiefs, their 2020 Super Bowl win made headlines as it was a historical moment for the Chiefs as it had been 50 long years since their last championship. What's more, the prophecy said it would be a sign of revival coming to America. Sean Bolt shared in a Facebook post, Bob Jones had heard that God, from God, that the Chiefs would go to the Super Bowl and win it. He shared that when they won it would be a sign of upcoming and end time revival. It was an unforgettable and hopeful moment for both the Chiefs and the believers of Christ. And today, the Kansas City Chiefs made the history books again as they defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 38 to 35. What's interesting is that this time revival is happening at Asbury uh, College. Many Christians are posting about the prophecy again, believing that these events are connected. In a Facebook post by Pastor Vlad, he he shared in detail about the revival happening at the Asbury campus. Apparently, a chapel service started on Wednesday at 10 in the morning with 1,600 students. Since then... It has not stopped and is still continuing today. This was article was written on the 13th of February. Revival has reportedly broken out at Asbury University, a small evangelical college in Kentucky, he wrote, attracting hundreds of people to join for 24-7 prayer and worship according to reports from students and staff. Furthermore, Pastor Vlad revealed that a revival also broke out on the campus 50 years ago in February 1970. After the dean invited students to share testimonies at the chapel service, uh, students continued worshiping and praying for 144 hours, he said. The college canceled classes for a week. According to the report, the revival currently taking place in Asbury is different. It's not focused on big speaker, famous band, or lights, the pastor wrote, but on repentance, testimonies, the manifest presence of God. Hallelujah. That is what we've been talking about. They're experiencing it right now at Asbury College in Kentucky. We are alive during this time and we are going to see a revival like none other. 
Wow, what an awesome time to be alive. So where do we go from here? What do we do? Well, pray in the spirit. Bring it on, God. Have it be like a fire that goes all across the United States and across the world. We say yes and amen to revival, and we partner with you. So pray in the spirit, building your spirit man, partnering with God with what he's doing. Next thing is worshiping and celebrating because they are celebrating in heaven right now. And then finally, decreeing and declaring what we do want. And we're going to declare and decree uh, the the uh, decrees that God gave Julie Green for 20 2023. If you would like these decrees, just text the phone number 40509. Text the word decrees, D-E-C-R-E-E-S to 40509. And we'll do it together. Are you ready? 2023, a year to be free. 2023, a year of glee. 2023, a year of prophecy. 2023, a year to end what you see. 2023 is a year of great victory and prosperity. 2023 is a year to be free. I call it in. I call in freedom from sickness, lack, families being divided, freedom in our land, freedom from tyrannical governments, freedom from all the things our enemies have used to hold us captive. Father God, I call in freedom. I am free in my spirit, mind, and soul. I am free socially, financially. I am free to serve you in all ways. This is the year of 2023, the year to be free. 2023, a year for me. I call it in. Everything I have been believing for, standing for, all the things that have been discouraging me or look impossible, I say no. This is 2023, a year for me. I thank you, Father God, that everything I have been standing for, believing for, I take it in the year of 2023. I'm calling it in by faith, the things that God wants me to have. 2023 is the year of freedom. I take every impossible situation in my life, and I thank you, Father God, that you are turning it around today. This year is the year I will see more glory. I thank you, Father God, that your trumpet is about to sound. God wants me free. I take my freedom now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's blow our shofars together. If you'll grab yours, the shofar was used many ways in the Bible, but we're going to talk about in a time of war, which that's where we are right now. And so when they used it then, Gideon used it. When they were going around the walls of Jericho, they blew their shofars, they yelled, and the walls of Jericho came tumbling down. And then they used those walls as ramps to get right into Jericho because God uses everything. And so what are we going to do? We're going to blow these. We're going to yell. And we believe prophetically these walls are coming down, that God is shredding the platform of the enemy and that we are winning in the name of Jesus and revival. And the Jesus revolution is here in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you ready? One, two, three. (laughs) 
make toast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I bless you. I bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. I bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. And I bless you to wake up, speak up and show up. Thank you so much for joining me today. We'll see you back here next week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.